0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in this world. I hope you are blessed and highly favored, giving honor to the Most High Y'all. What is funny is this is my third time trying to do this episode because my phone has not rang all day. And every time I sit in front of my computer and I'm getting into this podcast, here my kids come calling. Anyway... I came in here to talk about a situation that I ran across on the YouTube and I found it very interesting and I wanted to come in and talk about it. So, let me preface my statement by saying I used to be a real big sports head. Like, I love basketball. I love football. I love boxing. I love tennis. I love track and field. Like, I was really into all that stuff until I came into my awakening. And I'm not talking about being woke. I'm talking about my spiritual awakening. So, and giving honor to the Most High Y'all for that. So, I realized maybe by my 30s um mid 30s early 40s how much sports is a, is a modern day slavery auction block it really is now does it give opportunities to people of course it does and so does the military you know what I'm saying um so let me let you know why I felt that way so I would watch first take and you know, different sports shows, and I would watch how they would analyze black players compared to white players. And so let me give an example. Ben Roethlisberger, which is the which is the quarterback for my football team, which is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Because growing up in L.A., you were either for two one or two teams. You was either for the Oakland Raiders or the L.A. Raiders, whichever genre you want to go, whichever decade you want to go, or you was for the Steelers. So I was always a Steelers fan. And so when he was allegedly accused of rape, they basically, I'm going to take somebody saying, I'm going to take Harvey, Harvey saying on your world, they gave him a a wide berth. And I just thought, huh, that's weird. So, okay, fast forward. So I start paying attention. So then the Ray Rice situation happened. And I want to say the Ray Rice situation happened after the Chris Brown situation. Now. Uh, people in my surroundings will tell you, I knew that Rihanna popped Chris Brown ass real good, and he, he got tired of being popped, and he was defending himself, and they tried to make him out to be this woman beater, and da 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 and I knew it wasn't that. And when she sat on Oprah and told that lie when she said "Did when Oprah asked her did you hit him and she said did I hit him you already know a person is lying when they ask you a question and you repeat the question back like that you already know they are trying to think of a lie let's be clear those of you who know you know so I was the first one to tell my children because they were big Chris at least my daughters were big Chris Brown friends and I was like That ain't what went down. Like, it's deeper than that. So I was always Team Chris Brown. Now, I don't condone no man hitting no woman, and I hate giving disclaimers. But I also don't condone no woman hitting no man. That has always been the rule in our house. Now, let me say this. Growing up hard the way I grew up hard, I always had to fight off men. And my homeboys in the street always told me that I wasn't going to be no thought and I wasn't going to be no hope. And they taught me how to fight. So I always had to fight more men ever than women. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it was more self-defense, if anything. I ain't never going to walk up on no man. But I am going to defend myself. I taught my sons and daughters the same thing. My son, you got sisters. Um, My daughters, you got brothers and a mama and a daddy. So... When the Ray Rice situation happened and the wife came out and was like, yo, like I hit him first, like stop dogging my husband out and they just kept just weighing on this dude. I was like, wait a minute. Like, and when Stephen A came out and was like, told the truth and said, basically women are aggressive and they do hit women. And that Michelle Beetle bitch wanted to come out and then he had to apologize like a, 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 a child i just felt like where is the backbone of these black men like y'all so y'all got so much mouth on these tv shows but you always bowing down and and apologizing the nick cannons and the fucking um stephen a's and it's like every time i turn around some black man is apologizing when are you going to have a backbone Like, and I hear a lot of black men, and don't get me wrong. Like, I support my black men 1,000%. I don't believe in that toxic masculinity bullshit. A man is supposed to be a man, period, point blank. And you don't have me fooled with this brainwashing at all. And don't let it be a surprise, because I talked about this before. So with that being said... I'm like, I don't listen to the mainstream media, I don't buy into the narrative that the black man is the boogeyman, and the black woman is the whole bitch, I don't buy into any of that, um, and I try to keep that same energy in my circles, like, you gotta know what the truth is, they're trying to create a narrative, so... Fast forward, I was listening to one of the brothers in the new black media, DeWan B., and um, I first heard him on Nicole's Views channel. She interviewed him, and y'all check out Nicole's Views on YouTube and Dewan B. on YouTube, and he's a comedian, but he's also an entrepreneur. He really gives back to his community, but one of the things that intrigued me about this young brother, it was his knowledge, and I just think it's not saying that I'm attracted to him but I'm just saying it's attractive when a black man is intelligent to me that is just the most sexiest thing to me no matter who you are um when a black man can can be funny because it's hard to make me laugh when a black man can be funny but he can also speak the truth and know his knowledge and get that knowledge out there and not be afraid to do so. That's one of the things that attracted me to my husband is that I felt like, dang, this dude is smart. So anytime that I can learn, um, I just think, I just love that. So I was listening to his channel. And um, so fast forward to a couple of days ago, I just keep seeing these videos pop up on my YouTube and I've been so busy. That I haven't been able to watch any videos, but I was up last night like with insomnia. Insomnia is real, and uh, I was like, "Well, let me click on this to see what they're talking about." So they was talking about the podcast, um, all the smoke. I think it's what is that's what it's called with Stack and um and Matt Barnes. And I'm gonna preface my statement with a couple of podcasts ago, I had shouted out Stack because I was like, "Damn, he out here really doing the work." And now I have to take that back because i seen something very childish and immature and not a good representation of what a black man is supposed to do. So DeWan B was breaking it down and he was showing the video of how Jenny Buss was there talking about the Lakers trades and things like that. And they brought up the Mark Gasol trade with the Kwame Brown trade. Now, remember that name, Kwame Brown. And you can notice it because... Dewan B. pointed it out. When Jenny Buss said, yo, like, we traded Margaret Stall and Kwame Brown, and she was sincere, she was telling the truth, Matt Barnes taps Stack like a little child and starts laughing and is like, no, that was only one trade, as if to insinuate that Kwame Brown didn't exist. And I agree with the one B. Like that's very disrespectful. Look, and I'm saying this to say that this. I keep saying on these podcasts, it's certain things outside this realm that I don't focus on and I don't worry about. And that's for a reason. Because until we get our house in order, ain't nothing gonna go good gonna come to our community. This putting each other on blast, arguing with people on social media, trying to embarrass each other. Everybody wants that while I said it first and I did it first. It don't matter. What matters is as long as you get that information and you get that good work out to the people, who cares who said it first and who did it first? And everybody seems to to feel that they need credit with I told you so and all. That shit is so childish. This is one of the reasons why our community will never get it together. You don't see Asians and white people and Hispanic people on social media dogging each other out. It's only the black community. So after I watched that video, I went back and I, so I was like, well, who is Kwame Brown? Because I really didn't know who he was. And that's no shade. I didn't, because like I said, I grew up in the era of Magic Johnson. This is the reason this man is the single reason why I love sports. And I grew up watching Showtime Lakers. I grew up right around the corner from the Forum, the old Forum. I watch Cooper. I watch AC Green. I watch Kurt Rambis. I watch Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Like I, Pat Riley was my favorite coach. Like this, I grew up with in this era, so sports was real to me. One of the things that Kwame Brown and I agree with him one thousand percent, and I am now a fan. And I suggest y'all go to YouTube. And first go to Dewan B. Let me find it. Go to Dewan B. And watch the video first. And then go to. So Dewan is spelled D-W-A-N-N-B. Hotepish. That is the name of his YouTube. And the episode is called. Kwame Wants to Smoke. Gotta watch that episode first. Then you go to Kwame Brown and Kwame Brown's YouTube is called Kwame Brown Bus Life. So I guess it's the ongoing joke in the NBA community that he was a bus. Like Michael Jordan picked him and he was a bus. He was a bus. He was a bus. And I guess they've been making fun of this black man like his whole career. Mind you, it was 20 years ago. His words that he was drafted. One of the things he said was, Why are other grown men speaking on other grown black men when y'all don't give that same energy to other people? You and Stat thought it was cute to be giggling and kikiing and kacaiing about this grown black man who, from my understanding, after doing my research, has never said anything to anybody. Doesn't even respond to the criticism. That he's been given this whole time. And y'all thought it was funny. So now after all these years. He's tired of y'all making fun of him. All he said was you didn't need to do all that. And then y'all wanted to come out and throw the stone. And hide your hand and act like you didn't do nothing. But I saw it for myself. It was unnecessary and it was childish. And if you were supposed to represent yourself as strong black men, that is not how you do it. Because, see, this is what I'm sick of. I tell y'all in every episode, stop putting stock in celebrities. Stop listening to these athletes. Stop listening to these singers. Stop listening to these actors. They do not give a damn about you. They care about their product and their next job and they get out here and they pretend like they are fighting for the cause and they are not. Why are we putting so much stock in people who get up every morning to play pretend? This is what they do. They play pretend. They pretend and they get paid all this money Meanwhile, you are out, out here trying to figure out how to make a dollar out of 15 cent. You go buy that makeup. You are you are giving them the funds to live in that mansion, to buy that Maybach, to buy that um, personal jet. Meanwhile, you can't even afford a car. But see, I've been saying this for years and years and years and years. So I digress. So at the end of the day, Kwame Brown stuck up for himself. And he should have stuck up for himself because that grown ass man who was doing minding his grown ass business uh, had got tired of being bullied by the likes of Stack and by the likes of Matt Barnes and and Jamel Hill, who is problematic. She is one of the main black women, her and the Oprah's and the Gales and the Carrie Champions and the Whoopi Goldbergs and the Robin Roberts. They don't care about the black community. All they do is get up in front of the black community and disrespect us and treat us like shit. When y'all gonna learn to stop listening to these people? Stop listening to these people. They do not represent us. So Kwame Brown spoke up for himself and I wanted to come on here and say I support him 1000%. Because you're not going to talk about me and make it seem like my very existence is not important, but your existence is. You think because you Matt Barnes and you Stack or you Jamel Hill that somehow your opinion matters? No, it doesn't because you spend your whole life disrespecting black men and black women, but you don't have all the smoke for white people. You don't have all the smoke for Asian people. You don't have all the smoke for Mexicans. You don't have all the smoke for other ethnicities or other cultures who fucking up. It was just a white boy, a white football player that beat the shit out of of a black woman. And y'all ain't said and done shit, but y'all supposed to be so big and bad. Y'all supposed to be about that life you supposed to be out here on the front lines fighting for justice. And y'all sat there and kiki like two little females, disrespecting a man who ain't bothering nobody, who is taking care of his family and minding his business. And Jamel Hill, you want to come out and say he was violent? Charlamagne the God, you want to come out and say that it's something mentally wrong with him? keeping that same narrative to disrespect the black man, And let me tell you why I respect Kwame Brown and I will support him 1000% because he said he going to stay on y'all next because none of y'all need a job. And I agree because you have spent your whole career disrespecting the black man. You have spent your whole career dumping shit on the black man. So then you don't get to get mad when they shooting us in the street because you a part of the problem. How many times have I came in here and told y'all that the media was part of the problem and a lot of the blood that has been spilt in this country is on their hand because they pumped this propaganda that black people are the boogeyman. How many times have I told y'all that? So the Stephen A. Smiths, the Kerry Champions, the Jamel Hills, the Oprah Winfrey's, the Whoopi Goldberg's, the Gale King's, the Robin Roberts, the whoever you want to name, are a part of the problem the dl hugleys the mike epps all of them are part of the problem they don't give a damn about the, the community they give a damn about being famous being seen and their own problems and they are their own pocketbook and their own money which is fine you have a right to do that and make your money you get to go out here and play pretend and act like you really doing something you actors want to get on tv and use these big words like what you do is so important playing pretend is not important i was playing pretend when i was four years old i'm a grown-ass woman i don't have time to play pretend it's real shit going out here on any streets with my people so I don't give a damn about a new movie coming out unless it's a documentary like Buck Breaking. Go check out Buck Breaking by, by Tyreek Nasheed. I just got my DVD in yesterday and I watched it last night with my husband. And it is, it is a must see for everybody in the black community. It is very informative, very educational. It's stuff in there that I knew, but it's a lot of stuff in there that I didn't know. So once again, go get Buck Breaking by Tyreek Nasheed. You can go to buckbreaking.com or you can go to amazon.com and order your copy of Buck, Bre- Buck Breaking. That movie is very deep. But what's funny is watching all this, watching what's going on in the world, like I said, the most high told me in 2019 that it was a season of exposure and I'm watching Babylon fall and I'm enjoying every second of it because you have used your platform to disrespect and put black men and women and children in harm's way and you have made a profit off of dead bodies your whole career and got out here and pretended to be fighting fight the powers that be you out here pretending And I am glad that this is a real black man who stood up and said he ain't apologizing for nothing and he's sick and tired of it and I stand with him. Because you guys do not have the the black community's best interest at all and the reason why I want you to go listen to it is because everything that he's saying in these episodes is exactly what I have been preaching pretty much for the last 20 to 25 years and everything that I've been preaching this last almost year on this podcast there are people that you need to be listening to out here now I'm not saying that you got to agree with everything everybody say because some people out here be tripping but at the end of the day, you would have learned something within that hour of listening to them. You need to start listening to the new black media. Vicky Dillard on Fly Nubian Queen, Voice Watkins, Tariq Nasheed, Nicole's Views, True Royal Family, Lisa Cabrera, um, Torian Rain, Dewan B, um, Doc, um, Professor Black Truth, The Black Authority, I can keep going on and on and on. These people are speaking truth to power. And you don't have to agree with everything they say. But I guarantee you, you are going to learn Big Judah, um, Brother L on Spreaker. And, and um, that's that's the spiritual part of it. There are black people out here doing the work, trying to make a difference in our community and waking this community up. And I suggest y'all go support this Brother Kwame Brown because Even though it may be harsh to hear his words, but he is speaking 1000% facts. Whether you like the cussing or not, put all that to the side. You might not like the packaging of the gift that I'm giving you, but what is the gift? The gift is knowledge. The gift is to get out of this slave mentality and wake up because we have work to do. And I have been preaching that over and over again. And I want to say to you, my brother Kwame Brown, that it is refreshing. And me as a black woman, I stand proud and I support you 100% in what you are saying. No matter how, whether you, how people like how you saying it or not, you are speaking facts. You did not tell one lie. I am tired of these weak ass black men out here in this world, not standing up for their black women and not standing up for their other brothers. Enough is enough. Black men, warriors, it is time to stand up. And those names that I name, like Tyreek Nasheed and Professor Black Truth and Black Authority and Torian Rain and Harvey from your world, you don't have to agree with everything they saying. I don't agree with everything they saying. Most things, 90% of the things that that I do. Maybe I'm not saying that they're wrong. Maybe I'm just not there psychologically or mentally yet. Maybe my education level isn't there yet. But that's why I listen to them so I can grow and become more educated so that I can help my people and know what lane that I, I'm supposed to be in. But just because we don't agree with each other don't mean we got to be out here putting each other on blast, calling people, calling each other names and making fun of each other and degrading someone's very existence. This is why we ain't never going to get nowhere because y'all keep embarrassing yourselves. Okay, so you don't agree with Dr. Umar Johnson. Who gives a shit? He's in his own lane. Now, I don't listen to the brother. I've never listened to anything he said. I just hear people talking about him. But at the end of the day, I don't have to agree with everything that he's doing. That's his lane. If you don't agree with what he's doing, don't listen to him. But you don't have to get out here and bash each other. And that's why they can come into our communities and infiltrate our communities. Because y'all so busy wanting to be the head nigga in charge. Because I said it first and give me my credit. Credit? You know, it's a lot of things that I said and I know people are listening to my podcast and I've heard it and I'm like, damn, I just said that like two weeks ago. Like, okay, do you think I care about credit? Nope. I don't care about nobody giving me credit for some slogan I came up with or some saying I came up with or some idea. I don't give a damn about that. What I care about is getting the information out to my people. That's what I care about. You don't never have to know who I am. I don't never want you to know who I am. I ain't trying to be famous or trying to be seen or trying to be heard. I am trying to educate myself and my people so that we can do better. First, get your house in order. It is work to do. So I am glad that he came out and exposed Charlemagne the God. I'm glad that he came out and exposed Matt Barnes. I am glad that he came out and um, exposed Stack. I'm glad that he came out and exposed Stephen A. I'm glad that he came out and exposed Jamel Hill because they're fraudulent. They are fraudulent. They don't care anything about the black community. And as a matter of fact, my daughter just got on my case about being organized on this podcast. I'm going to come back and I'm going to do a few episodes about a few people and I'm going to break it down for the For the get down about how you know these people do not care about the black community. They get out here and they play pretend so you can give them your money. Meanwhile, you send home broke and they got private jets and private islands and Maybox and and makeup artists and all this shit selling poison to the very community, pretending like they care. You need to Put your ears to the ground to the new black media and listen to them. They are speaking truth to power. So shout out to Kwame Brown for being a man and standing up and saying enough is enough. See, he was already a man when he was ignoring y'all asses. See, that's the part y'all don't get. Y'all want somebody to argue with you. And then you want to when he's defending himself and because he's cussing, Jamel Hill want to come out and say he was violent. He wasn't violent, not one bit. What was violent is those black men perpetrating the fraud, pretending like they care about the community. I don't care if you gave somebody bottles of water. I don't give a fuck that you gave somebody some meals. Good for you. I'm glad you did that. But why do you continue to disrespect your fellow brother? Why do you continue to degrade your fellow brother? Who gives a damn if he was a bust or not? That's not important. The NBA, the NFL, the APA Tennis Association, none of that shit is important. We have work to do. None of this shit is important. Educating our people, telling them the books to read, how to get back into our communities to make a difference, to buy land, to learn what black tax is, to learn the true history of our people. Once again, go get Buck Breaking by Tyreek Nasheed. To learn the true history of our people, to fight for reparations and tangibles, that's important. Not that somebody that you thought was a bust in the NBA. Evidently, he wasn't a bust because looks like to me he's doing very, very well. And it's embarrassing. And it's another reason why you need to go watch Buck Breaking because it proves... When you watch buck breaking, you will be able to tell the people in the industry who are buck broken because they go above and beyond to disrespect the black community, the black women and the black men. And then they want to buck up and then they want to when they get caught, they they say something and then oh, I apologize, Massa. I shouldn't have said that, Massa. Nick Cannon. And the rest of y'all apologizing Stephen A. Smith when Michelle Beetle basically made you get on your knees and apologize like a little bitch. You were right. Women are aggressive. Women do hit men. But see, y'all ain't ready for that conversation. I've had that conversation with my daughters. Because the same rules that go for my son go for my daughter's. Just like he ain't can't hit a female, they can't hit a dude unless it's self-defense. And I can't get to you. Or your father can't get to you. But let's tell the truth here and shame the devil. You got some real aggressive females out here. I am sick and tired of y'all trying to make black men the boogeyman. And I'm not having it no more. Shout out to Kwame Brown. I support you 1000%. Y'all have a good evening. Like I said, take time out in your day. Shut off the phone. Shut off the television. Shut off the noise. And center yourself and find your peace with the Most High if he's called you to do so. Those who know what I'm talking about, know. But find your peace so that you can get on the right path to be of service to the Most High to make a difference in our community and stop playing these games. Ain't nothing out here funny while you kick key in and hemming and hawing like little females. It ain't manly.